So what the f***? Good credit gets punished? My inbox and social media are full of salty language from salty people thinking about buying their first home. This is April 2023, and the story broke this week that the government is punishing higher credit scores with worse mortgage fees, which means worse mortgage rates. So WTF, what is actually going on? There's lots to this story, so let's break it down. Play that music before there's a riot. What is happening, my how to buy a homies? How's it going, everybody? I'm David Sedoni, your host. This is the undisputed leading education and advocation for first-time home buyers. Yeah, I'm an educator and an advocator. Oh, that didn't make sense. Uh, but anyway, I had to get in on this one. Um, as you know, this information that uh, we give on the podcast here is free to empower you with the knowledge that you need so you can make informed decision and is this episode going to inform you? Hell yeah. Is it going to make any sense? Hell no. It's not going to be logical or sometimes not even comprehensible. Not even close. But that's why I'm here and that's why you guys need to hear this because even those of us who understand this crap, those of us in the real estate business, we don't even quite get everything there is to get with this one. I will tell you this right from the beginning, it's not as awful as it sounds. As usual, thank you news people, grabbing a headline, taking the worst part about it and making that the full story. Now I promise you this, all I'm gonna do in this episode is explain as best I can this jacked up change in the loan fees and then eventually what that means is your loan rate. And I'm not gonna do anything else. So go ahead, take a look at the running time of this episode on your phone right now, yeah. Even when I just explain the basics of this cluster mess, it still takes lots of time to dissect and figure out. We got to figure out the two big things for you. What the hell is this and how the hell does it affect you? So even with a no fluff episode, this is going to take a little while because like I said, even to those of us in the industry, this is so bejanked. It is so jacked up that even us pros are having a hard time figuring out what it is, why they did this, and how it's going to affect you, our clients. Okay, so let's get right into this. Now, first, you have to understand this terribly confusing fact. They say that the government is behind this seemingly unfair raise in rates and fees for those with better credit scores. Now, the headline reads that the U.S. is subsidizing high-risk home buyers at the cost of those with good credit. Now get ready, because this first part about the government and what their part actually is in this, uh, it's probably gonna melt your brain. So those people who are raising the fees for the home loan borrowers, that's what they call you buyers, if you don't know that yet, when you have to get a loan, they're gonna call you a borrower. So the people raising these fees, it is indeed coming from something that has the word government in it. They're called government-sponsored enterprises. They're also known as GSEs. The government-sponsored enterprises, the GSEs, are Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. You've heard me talk about them before because I think they sound like a country duet. Um, what they are is what we call a conservatorship. They're from the federal home loan banks, the FHLB, and they are 
Their goal is to bring capital into the housing markets. Their regulator is the Federal Housing Finance Agency, the FHFA. There, you got enough letters to get started with GFA, FHLBs, FHFAs. Go, go, go. So what's weird about Fannie and Freddie, these uh, privately run businesses that have stockholders and a board of directors, what's weird is they're kind of quasi-government entities with a government-appointed director. (laughs) We'll get more into that a little bit later. But they're privately run businesses with stockholders on a board of directors. So they're supposed to be a private business, but they've got this government appointed director. Oh, man. So these banks that are sponsored by the government but run as private businesses, they're a huge part of all of the loans that are out there. And because they have a government appointed director, that's who pushed the fee increase. And now... What they're doing is they're figuring that out, the, the news media, and they're giving it a political slant, attempting to say that these people are trying to lower fees to more high-risk people with lower credit scores in an attempt to make housing more affordable for minority applicants. Because, unfortunately, the facts are, according to survey information, the minority applicants traditionally have lower credit scores due to most likely, uh, in this one man's personal opinion, systemic economic equality that's come generation after generation. So they're trying to fix that. Now, what's really jacked up is that Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, the government-sponsored enterprises, those loans that they're giving out, they have that director that's government-appointed, but the loans and the entities, they're not backed or insured by the government. What's crazy is that there are loans that are backed and insured by the government. That's the FHA loans, VA loans, and USDA loans, which are not subject to the punishment increase on the higher credit scores and the discount to the lower scores. So everything you're hearing about are not those loans. They're just not FHA, not VA, not USDA, not the ones that are actually government-backed. You're just hearing this is coming from the government because Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are part of what they call those GSEs, government-sponsored enterprises. So right off the bat, this is where all the confusion starts. And gang, let me uh, be very, very clear when I explain to you, this is just where it starts. Because the raise in fees that go to people with better credit scores was pushed supposedly by the government is not going to be any raise or changes in fees for the actual government-backed and insured FHA, VA, or USDA loans. (coughs) What do you say? Are you confused? Well, I'm just getting warmed up. That's Al Pacino, Scent of a Woman, being his most Al Pacinoist. Great movie. Yeah, go ahead and buckle up, homies. Right off the bat, all the government crap that's being reported is being reported all bass backwards. But what's even more jacked up than that is that if most people understood this, I don't care what your politics are. I don't care if you're red, blue, green, or purple. If you understood this, everybody should kind of hate this. The good news is it's not as awful as it's being reported. It's still not great, but it's not terrible. 
And the other good news is that there still probably, well, there still definitely are better priced options out there. And there's probably going to be even more of them as this goes into effect and people start to push back. So how the hell are you, just the average Joe or Joette, sorry, I guess I should have said Jolene, 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 Jolene. Sorry, I'm not supposed to do any fluff. Uh, so how is the average person supposed to understand all of what they're trying to do when all you saw was a three-minute segment on Fox, CNN, CNBC, or your local news station, or a blog, or the internet, or some TikTok, even worse? Well, welcome to my world of having to try and untangle the mystery of something when you're only presented with little tidbits especially with a slant to get you to stop scrolling. So let's do a quick recap so far. The headline says the government raised fees on people with good credit, that this is a subsidy, the bad word in the news. But the reality is that it's not a government subsidy, that this is a privately owned, quasi-overseen government-sponsored enterprise, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, my favorite country duo, and those folks are actually run as a private business. And what they did was they changed the entire matrix of fees based on a weird, crazy, tough calculation of credit score and down payment. So if you have a top credit score, you're still going to end up paying less than a low credit score, just not as little as you used to. So however, on the other side, the penalty for having a lower credit score is going to be a little bit smaller than it used to be. And that's all going to change on May 1st. I'll get into the numbers a little bit for you. And once again, just a quick reminder, the actual government-backed programs, the FHA, the VA, and the USDA are not affected. So that means that these loan options, these traditional low down payment loan programs, which many, many first-time homebuyers have used in the past with myself and other unicorns all across all across the country, these particular programs, the actual government-backed programs, are not affected by what the news is trying to politicize and call a government socialization of mortgage home borrowing lending. Home borrowing lending is repetitive, and I just said it twice to double meta-emphasize it. So it's crazy that commonly used low down payment FHA, VA, and USDA are not actually included in this fee increase. And there's some terrific loans to help people attain the American dream. And they're still out there, none of which have been affected by these news stories. But the headlines keep screaming, government stepping in to help higher risk home buyers and punishing lower risk people with better credit scores. Did you see that headline? It's crazy. That's so crazy. I'm. If you're watching that on video, I just looked off to the side. And there's nobody there. Don't even know why I did that. Okay, damn. We're just getting started and I'm already getting Looney Tunes. Okay, how does this affect you? That's what you want to know. Let me give you some of the bullet points up top and then I'll try to get in and explain it a little bit more. One of the ones that need to fit into the Fannie and Freddie guidelines, higher down payments and higher credit scores now, that always means that you're going to pay less than the people way below with lower credit scores and lower down payments. But with this new policy, you're still going to pay less than those high-risk buyers, just not as low as you used to. I'll get into the numbers a little bit later. Now, the second bullet point is the weird thing is if you're someone who uses a jumbo loan, those are the really high, high-balance loans. Well, guess what? 
no extra fees for you. Seems kind of weird. So we're not adding the extra fees to the rich. Okay. Uh, but again, you also have the low down payment option of the government actual backed loans like FHA, VA, or USDA. Uh, you're not going to be affected or punished for your credit score. And the third bullet point, higher scores still get better rates than lower scores. And the lowest scores, they're going to be still more expensive, but not as expensive as they used to be. So it's not as good for the good score people, and it's not as bad for the lower score people. Again, get into the numbers a little bit. So here's what happens. Starting on May 1st, the upfront fees for the loans by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, they're going to be adjusted because of changes in something that they call the loan level price adjustments. Guess what, gang? It gets letters. L-L-P-A, loan level price adjustments. Lenders have known about this for a little while. And so they've already been kind of adjusting the pricing as they're getting ready for this to happen. But the New York Post ran a story, I think it was April 16th, and everybody picked it up. And all of a sudden in the last week, it's been all over the news. Um, It's showing that the fees are going to vary borrower to borrower based on their credit scores, down payment, type of home, and some other options as well. Now, the changes that they're talking about mostly relate to the credit scores and the down payment sizes. That's where they got the punishment. The change to the fees known as the loan level price adjustments, LLPAs, they're going to affect mortgages that are originated by private banks nationwide, effectively tweaking interest rates for many home buyers. The results, according to the insider pros and according to the uh, original article from the New York Post, is that pricier monthly mortgage payments are going to be the norm for home buyers after May 1st. And the New York Post called this, hey, it's an ugly surprise for those of us who worked years to build a credit only to face higher scores than we expected as part of housing affordability push by the U.S. Federal Housing Finance Agency. I'm walking here, unquote. So the loan level price adjustments, their upfront fees based on those factors that we talked about, and they're typically converted into percentage points that will then alter the buyer's mortgage rate. Okay, so let's get into the numbers now. Now, under the new rules, high credit buyers with scores ranging from 680 uh, to 780, they're going to see a spike in their mortgage costs. And applicants who place 15 to 20% down, well, that down payment, even though you had a good down payment, a good credit score, that combination, they're going to be experiencing, unfortunately, the biggest increase in fees. Now, it's not huge, but it is a difference. So a home buyer with a 740 FICO credit score and 15 to 20% down, they're going to face one of the biggest jumps. They're going to pay a 1% surcharge. Now, it used to be 0.25%, so it's an increase of, come on, math majors, 0.75%. That's what they call 0.75 basis points. Now, let me explain how that works out for you in terms of your mortgage rate. What they do is they take that fee and they absorb it into the 30-year long-term rate. So the increase is equivalent of slightly less than a quarter percentage in mortgage rate. So think like somewhere between an eighth and a quarter. So that means your percentage rate is going to go up somewhere between 0.125 to 0.25%. 
So if you're getting a 6.0 mortgage rate, you might now get a 6.125 or a 6.2 mortgage rate. And if you had a $400,000 loan at a 6% rate, with that increase, you could expect your monthly payment to raise about 40 bucks a month. And we'll get in a little bit how that works out for your whole big picture later on. But yes, unfortunately, the people with the higher credit scores and the down payment, if all your algorithm and your formula fits exactly that, you may have a higher rate now because of this change of about $40 a month for the life of the loan or until you refinance or change and get out of it. Okay, so meanwhile, then we're going to be looking at the people with scores of 679 or lower because yes, their fees are going to be lower. Now, they're still going to be more expensive than the people with good credit, but they are getting a discount where the people are good, good credit are getting a little bit of a bump. So for example, someone with a 620 FICO credit score and a down payment of 5% or less, they're going to get their fee decreased from the old rate of 3.5% down to 1.75. Now, bear in mind, you heard that their original fee was going to be 3.5. The original fee with good credit was only 0.25%, and it's going up to 1%. Now, these people that used to have 3.50 fees, they're going to get reduction to 1.75 for their fees. So now you do that in the same loan, and you do that thing where they call you, they absorb it into the long-term mortgage, that equates to about a 0.4 or 0.5% discount. So the penalty and the extra fees for the people with good credit, uh, it's going to cost them about 40 bucks a month, and it's going to raise their rate by about somewhere between 0.125 and just under 0.25. The discount that is going to be given to the lower credit scores, trying to get those people an ability to buy in, their discount's going to be somewhere between 0.4 and 0.5%. Now, all of this is happening in an attempt to lower the bar for the people on the lower end. Because Fannie and Freddie, they are government-sponsored entities, the GSEs, and the deal is they have been in federal conservatorship since the housing market imploded back in the Great Recession, 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12. Uh, so the two firms, they're actually bound now by their charters because they are private businesses, but they have a charter to help improve access to affordable mortgage loans. Now, they do this in part by using what they call a cross-subsidization model. That's where some borrowers are charged slightly more for loans and some borrowers are charged less. And the reason this affects all you out there because uh, many people have to use these loans that fall into this Fannie and Freddie category. They're what we call your regular conventional loans. So what Fannie and Freddie do is they buy up loans from all the mortgage lenders out there. And then they either hold them as assets or they resell them as mortgage-backed securities. Again, told you I was going to explain all this. It takes a lot to figure out what it is. The reason I explain that to you is now the people who are making the loans, they want their loans bought by Fannie and Freddie because their goal is to get the loans, make them happen, and then sell them to someone else. So in order for them to make those loans happen, 
they have to originate those loans into the guidelines they know Fannie and Freddie are gonna buy. So all these changes happening on May 1st, uh, they're on what we call conventional loans, okay? Not for the jumbo loans, the rich, and overall, the lower credit buyers, through that LLPA, those fees are still going to be more than higher credit buyers, just not as much as they used to be. So, and the little increase for the good credit people and the reduction for the lower credit people, all that does is kind of close the gap between the two. So what's going to be interesting is that buyers are going to be pricing the different loans. And maybe you're putting 5, 10, 15, 20% down. Uh, you can still look into an FHA loan. And those options are out there. And FHA loan pricing is starting to rival these conventional loans now. And I suspect that many people are going to look into FHA loans. Don't be fooled into thinking that FHA is just a loan that you look into if you're doing 3.5%. I've had people that put 50% down and still decide to use an FHA loan product. Now, if you're brand new to this and none of this makes sense to you, not a problem. The goal here is to educate those of you who are further along and have been looking into this and you have some serious questions about this. And those of you who are just starting, trust me, work on your debt, work on your credit score, work on your savings. By the time you're getting ready to buy a house, all this crap's going to change again. So the big question, is this a subsidy, a government subsidy taken from the rich to help out the poor? Not exactly. It's not directly borrowing from Peter to pay Paul. Uh, one of the things I thought about was you could think of it as like a, a car with multiple different models. You know, you've got this, the low end model and then you got, you know, your super tricked out model, the one with all the bells and whistles and the spoiler and everything. Well, imagine that super tricked out model is 0.25% more expensive than it used to be. And the low end model, the one with manual windows and no power steering and no air conditioning, that one just got 0.5% cheaper. Well, if all the high end models sell and all the low end models sell at these new prices, the dealer's going to make kind of the same money. The consumer is just going to pay a different price than they did before May 1st. But the reality for those of us who are in the market, those of us who are working these deals all the time. We know that this just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and it, it really isn't because of your politics. It doesn't matter if you agree with or disagree with subsidies. Just as a business, this makes no sense. I mean, yes, great. They're giving a discount to low-end borrowers. But the reality is that Credit scores in the low 600s with low down payments. Yes, those people can technically, potentially get an approval, but that's the exception, not the rule. There's a lot of other factors that go into play for somebody at that particular point to actually get an approval for a loan. That's why we say we want you to reach out to us, find a team, and work on your last lease ever. You might need 12 months to change some of those things because Technically, on paper, the formula says you potentially could get a home loan with credit score in the low 600s and a low down payment, but you've got to have killer income, and you probably have to have very, very low debt to get a loan approval when your down payment, your credit scores are fitting into that category. So then what we know is that although this is supposed to help people give a hand up, 
a lot of people still aren't going to be able to get a loan anyway. And then the other crazy thing about this is the people who are not getting extra fees are the people who use a jumbo loan, which is not affected by Fannie and Freddie. Jumbo loans are done elsewhere. And none of those are going to be affected by this. So the people who can afford a little bit extra, well, they don't get charged for it because the people who are doing the jumbo loans, they're not going to turn around and put those savings down to the people in the lower end. So instead of this opening doors as they want to do to the lower end buyers, all they're doing it, it right now is actually making it more expensive for the people right in the middle who were probably the most likely to get approved. And those people are either going to go look for another option, you know, look into FHA loans, or they're going to talk to a really good lender who can find them a better down payment or a, a different program or a different way to structure their deal so they can get the best rate. And whether that's using a conventional loan and finding a way to kind of tweak this new algorithm they have set up for, for you or to find an FHA option or whatever other options going to come up in the next few months when the banks realize how lame this is. So bear in mind, regardless of anybody's politics, the people who get a $40 a month bump in their mortgage, they're the middle class and they're already trying to get a loan in a really tough market. Lots of high things happening right now, high rates, high values, uh, high inflation. It's not the best timing to be playing the game with the middle class because you're gonna put out new rules to the game, well, they're gonna look for new options. And the banks, trust me, they're gonna find a way to attract you buyers and they're gonna be offering alternatives to you, ways to beat the system until the rules and the guidelines change again. And trust me, they will. So if you're a homie and you came here today looking for bad dad jokes and goofy analogies to help you understand, I seriously got nothing. I mean, I've spent the last week looking at these red and green hotspot LLPA spreadsheet charts. They're showing the red increase areas and the green decrease areas. It's all based on down payment credit scores and DTI. And everywhere on that chart, they're showing, you know, a 0.25 increase, a 0.75 increase, a 0.35 decrease, a 0.175 decrease. It's the graph is all red and green to show where it's going up, where it's going down. It's so much red and green. I almost hate Christmas now. I am straight up tapped out. So here's what you need to know. The lenders, they're doing their best to fight this. In fact, I've actually signed several petitions this week to voice my concerns. Uh, but no matter what side of the financial, political ideology that you land on, you got to know that every every game has rules and every single one of them, you have to find a way to beat the rules. If you're a free market capitalist, that means there's going to be some price gouging involved with no regulation. And in an over-regulated market, that means potentially cheaper options for some, but there's probably going to be a lot of fees for a whole bunch of everybody. So as always here on the podcast, all I can do is present the facts to you and give you the truth. The average home in America is around $370,000, and it's even more than that in Canada right now in April and May of 2023. So unless you've got 370, 400, 500,000 if you're up in Canada, if you've got that cash lying around, 
sweet. You don't have to worry about this. But if you're going to be a person trying to buy a first home and you're going to need to use a loan, your best mathematical play in the long run, it's always going to be to replace your rent with a mortgage, even with increases to the mortgages, because homeowners are now 40 times wealthier than renters. And that's a real stat because it's gone down from at one point, it used to be up to 45, 46%. But I'll still take 40% wealthier any day. This is not a get rich quick real estate play. All right. This is just a regular old basic, boring, non-sexy decision for us regular peeps. There is a simple plan to use your largest monthly payment as not only a payment for your shelter, but also a monthly savings account that you can pay into over time. That's going to be going into an appreciating asset through the ups and the downs. If you stay in it long enough, it's going to continue to appreciate. You're going to find a stabilizing use of your monthly funds to bring you and your family security years from now. And the key is, just like funding your retirement, the sooner you start using that fatty monthly payment that you send to your landlord, the sooner you start using that for yourself, the bigger the nest egg that you're going to have at the end of the rainbow. So technically, are you being punished by your good credit? Well, there's an extra fee now. So if you want to call that a punishment, call it a punishment. Or you could just call it a increase in pricing. In fact, uh, I'd like to say you are more being punished for not buying a home when I told you to back when rates were at 2.75. Oh, David, I don't want to do it. It's too crazy. There's too many people out there. Hey, competition. Yeah, it's 2.75. Buy a house. I'd say that you're probably more being punished for telling me that right now you don't want to break your lease that's coming up here at the end of May or in June of 2023, because you don't want to pay the $4,000 penalty and that you're going to wait until your lease is up in October or November of 2023. I think you're probably going to be more punished when the condo that you could buy today is going to be $50,000 more in October and November. Don't say I didn't warn you. And of course, I'd say you're probably going to be more punished if you don't get off your ass and make a plan with a unicorn support team ASAP. Gang, you know, I always tell you this out of love. I've been talking to this microphone for four years. Uh, I haven't made a dime on this podcast. I've been putting every penny that has ever come in right back into this podcast because I'm getting lots more people that are reaching out to me now, but I'm finding more and more people that are saying, I'm going to rent for another year because I still got to uh, do my research or I'm going to wait for rates or prices to come down. If you can't tell, I'm doing air quotes when I say that because I don't think that's right. Waiting to start this process is going to punish you so much more than this change in fees. Because gang, it's a rigged game. And the sooner you get in, the sooner you're a player and the more advantages you're going to get. All I try to do is show you how to beat the game even as the rules get suckier and suckier. But I still believe in the numbers. And if you don't, and you're still listening to this podcast, what the hell is your story? We've got to go out and have a beer. You're a weirdo. Let's hang out. This is the game. 
And we're going to figure out the best way for you to beat it with the right team, the right plan, all the tips and strategies to make lemonade out of the bowling ball sized lemons that are getting chucked at us every single day. So let's find you a way. How to buy a home.com for more information. Cause damn it, no matter what they throw at us, I still know you can do this. <laughs> <laughs> 